Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. With me as always, my friend, my co-host, Stephanie Wesco, and we kind of caught you up on what's going on with us yesterday, and happy Tuesday. I'm not, you know, I've always been uh, unsure about Tuesdays. I just don't know what Tuesdays have to offer me. You know what I mean? But thank God he does. (laughs) I've always been indifferent about Tuesdays. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, it's never been one of my favorite days. I mean, Monday, eh, the stinkiest of them all. Tuesday, still kind of freaky. Wednesday, I'm halfway there. I don't know. What does this got to do with chapter 19 of the book of Proverbs? Who knows? (laughs) But uh, it's a Tuesday, and it's all right to be a Tuesday. And the humor has found its way back to the Helpful Wounded Spirits podcast. And uh, as we always tell you, listen, we'd love to talk to you, catch up with what's going on with our ministry, make an appointment, get in on one of our, uh, one of our meetings we're having with everybody. We're just building a coalition of people who love the Lord and want to help us out and volunteer and partner and things of that nature. So drop us a line. We'll make sure we get back to you. And, uh, Stephanie, yesterday, yesterday, Monday, we were talking about how hypervigilance is a real bummer talking about how that's one of those things that causes shame. You know, we're paranoid. We feel bad about it. And then as I look these things up, I've been looking through the practical encyclopedia of Christian counsel and that, that book will mess you up. I'm just being upfront with you, man. <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, in a good way, it, uh, it'll tear your head. And, and I've always told you guys, one of the reasons I, I think that, uh, uh, Stephanie and I have a kindred spirit is because Stephanie rips my brains up sometimes. And, and when she doesn't, her daughter does. And, and her youngest daughter, I mean, her youngest daughter is, uh, she has questions. She should be at the, she should be like the vice president of a Bible college somewhere. And, uh, she, she's, <laughs> she, she's, she's getting ready to turn six years old. All right. So, I mean, I'm just telling you right now, she's got some pretty heavy questions and she likes yes, taco trucks. So all alone by herself, she should. She should be the theology, uh, you know, in charge of all ladies' theology and questions for everybody on earth or whatever. I don't know. And anyway, <laughs> but something that comes along with that hypervigilance, we talked yesterday, Stephanie, you feel weird, you feel odd. Uh, boy, hypervigilance can be tough. And one of those things, you know, we've talked about this, that one out of four people in America, the number one health problem, the number one thing that folks deal with is depression. One out of three uh, college students. Uh, is dealing with depression. One out of four college students is on some type of medicine to help them with them. Depression's real. I say all that to say depression is real. It's something yeah. we deal with on a regular basis. It's something, uh, I mean, what is depression? What, what can it look like to us, Stephanie? Oh, wow. I think it can take a lot of different forms. Um, I think it can affect different people differently. Um, obviously, we would definitely look at it as an obvious affecting you mentally, um, affecting you emotionally. Um, I think those are two very 
we would all say, we would all say, oh yeah, that person's clearly depressed, um, just by the look on their face, you know, when that just that are are this their posture, um, their body posture, screams that they're in depression. I think it can seriously affect you physically, um, where it can lead to eating disorders. Um, whether it becomes, you know, more where you struggle with more of a bulimic issue or anorexic, um, it can, you know, take on different things that way. I think it can affect you in ways that maybe you wouldn't comprehend. Um, I think there's study, you know, I've, I've heard of studies that have been done that have shown how it even can affect your brain in ways that maybe you wouldn't comprehend, Mm. you know, in the sense of not just where you have this woe is me sense, but where it literally in a detrimental way, um, can cause where, where almost it can lead to almost like a suicide idea where you lose any purpose to live if you don't catch yourself soon enough. And, you know, we see in scripture where even godly people that love the Lord, um, who are saved, you know, are right with God, a struggle can struggle with depression. Um, we see that with Elijah after Mount Carmel. Oh man. Yeah. He was all messed up. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, again, where it can take you down trails, you never would have thought you would have gone down before in your mind or physically, um, and obviously spiritually, um, where it can have that detrimental effect if, if we don't, uh, what's the, what's the song stayed upon Jehovah. Yeah. Hearts are fully blessed where you, where you get your eyes back on Jesus because. Yeah. I can't sing. I I remember. I, 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 yeah, I'm leaving it alone. There's no more bitterness there. I, I heard from a Good. guy named Ralph. Oh, he said there's so no bitterness am, left. That's a burden off my yeah. shoulders. Well, I'm glad it is because there's none. <laughs> it's just a lot no, I have in that, life. But that song, that song is perfect because it says, State upon Jehovah, hearts are fully blessed, finding as he promised perfect peace and rest. And that yeah. is the solution to depression. It is. And, and you know what? Depression to me. This, this is what it looks like to me. And again, I, you know, any education I have is biblical theology. You know, I have no psychology education or, or anything in that case. I took a couple psychology classes in college. It was, and, uh, I, I understand some of the concepts, but in no way am I an expert. Am I even an average psychology person? But for me, uh, but I am an expert with myself and things I've been through, just like Stephanie is with her and herself And depression to me is when I get on the emotional side. You know, depression comes along when we uh, go emotional. That that's how I feel. I I feel like when I'm, you know, what's the use of these things? When you know, when I follow my feelings instead of my responsibilities. When I uh, when I say, you know, I'm no better than my fathers. You know, we've seen that in the Bible, haven't we? You know, I, yeah. uh, old Elijah, what you were talking about a minute ago in First Kings, uh, after that great Mount Carmel victory, one of the greatest victories of all times. Life is going, and man, depression comes. You know, I have a, a friend uh, that Debbie and I had known for years. This lady and her husband, and and boy, she she went through the fire, went through life, married this wonderful husband, good looking guy. Everything's going great. You know, widow, widower. Uh, man, the whole world came together. Everything looks absolutely perfect. But once in a while, those emotions show up. Mm. And when those emotions show up, both these folks, you know, one gets depressed, the other gets depressed. We got to be careful. But if you look yeah. at what God has given them, oh my, what a wonderful thing. And, uh, and if we look at what God has given us, 
it's a glorious place to be. It's a glorious life with what God's done for us. So we, you know, far too often uh, workers. So I have friends of mine who manage companies and, you know, they're general managers, they're army commanders, they're leaders, they're general officers, whatever the case may be. And they will tell you the biggest problem that we have with our workers is depression because people start following their feelings instead of what they should be doing instead of, you know, so in my mind, I think to, you know, to stop from being depressed, to get away from it, uh, to avoid becoming depressed might be a better way to say that. I'm not really good with words sometimes, but uh, uh, I think we follow whatever God has for us in front of God and make God uh, the requirement in our life, not our feelings. You know, yeah. and, and we see that, Stephanie. How many people have, you know, even when we've been out, you know, look, at Debbie, you, I, your kids, we've been out, we've seen people saved. And uh, I think probably half the people we've saved in our ministries together that God has saved and allowed us to witness. I think half the people that got saved in our presence and what a work God did in, in their lives uh, were people who were relying on emotions, were people who were relying yeah. on feelings. Well, I feel good. God's happy with me today. Or, but that's never been a, that's never been God. It's always about this is my word. This is what you need to do. This is how you get saved. This is how you live your life. And if you trust me and you do that, then you won't have all this other junk. I mean, what's that you, Stephanie? Yeah. No, I agree one hundred percent with that. That's yeah. the bottom line. And it doesn't matter how we feel. I mean, because we can wake up feeling pretty lousy, and I'm not talking just about physical pain. I mean, you can wake up and you can say, oh, man, I'm another year older. I'm this, I'm that. You know, in my life, i got 175,000 things to do. You know, my, my kids, one of my kids is being a knucklehead. Both my kids are being a knucklehead. These are all things I've said to myself. <laughs> Some of you may have said these yeah. things, too. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't have enough time in the day. I don't have enough money in the bank. I don't have enough... Uh, whatever that case may be, or we can wake up and say, we serve a great God. Let's see what he's yeah. going to do today. And, and I think that's kind of what depression comes down to. I, and I don't want to make this sound easy. Uh, you know, a relationship with God is not easy. And, and there's a process, Stephanie, we call it sanctification. And it's being, becoming more Godlike. And, mm -hmm. and it's not by anything we do. You know, we don't work to get saved. Uh, we do work to know God better. You know, we'll never know God. We'll be living in heaven. We, we never, we, we don't have enough brain power and things of that nature. But what we do know is in God's word and what he teaches us. And if we follow that, we're happier. Yeah. And if we, yeah. follow, you know, isn't that what biblical counseling is all about, though? I mean, you're, you know, you're counseling somebody who's goofed up, messed up, done something wrong, got all, you know, sideways, turned backwards, whatever. And you stop and say, well, what does God's word have to say about that? So, so, you know, with 30 seconds, Stephanie, how do we do that? We're depressed. We're having a bad day. What do we do? I think you go to the cross and you, you take up Jesus, um, offer when he says, come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me and learn of me. Matthew Brian, 11, 28. Yeah, yeah. And ye shall find rest unto your souls. Go to Jesus, take his yoke upon you and learn of him. Yeah, casting all your care upon them, folks. Do yes. it over there in First Peter. Listen, we want to take a second here just to uh, go ahead and stop and let our stations identify themselves. But uh, hang with us. We're going to come right back and hop in the book of Proverbs. 
Well, here we are, Stephanie, starting out in chapter 19. But, you know, I'm nowhere near my ringing Christmas tree. I moved the setup in the other room for, oh, no. for Pastor Crockett. And uh, do you got a way to make a ring? I heard a bing a little while ago, I think on Monday or something. That, make, yes, a, make a ringing yes. noise. Do, do you I got a ringing even, noise? Oh, I had, um, well, that was an accident because I thought I had every same silence. And I oh, I'm not judging not. you. I mean, there's no, so. there's no judgment here, man. I'm just but saying. yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't have a Ding, 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 ding. Hey, we made it to <laughs> chapter nine. We could talk about this for two minutes, but the point is my Christmas tree is still 30 feet away from me in another room. But uh, <laughs> And the Christmas tree does make a great ringing sound. So in chapter 19, as we continue on, this we're getting to a point where they call chapter 19 Fools and Family Life. Boy, that's a weird combination mm. there. Better is the poor that walketh in integrity than he that is perverse in his lips and is a fool. Boy, that one. I don't think we're going to have a lot of exegetical study here. And I, I mean, we kind of look at things from a, a hundred feet up anyway. We're not digging into one verse for a whole podcast or anything like that. But, uh, you know, previous Proverbs, where we just came from out of chapter, chapter 18, talked, you know, uh, being critical of the poor and, and things of that nature. And then all of a sudden we come to this point that you're better off being poor and having integrity than being somebody who's perverse. Boy, I hate the mm. filthy mouse, you know, and there's a fool yeah. saying things. I, I mean, do we know people like this, Stephanie? Um, how, how loudly, how bluntly can I say yes? Yeah. <laughs> Some of these people, I'm, I'm telling you, we're going to call names. Come, come to the end of this when we're, when we're all, no, I'm only Joe. We're not, radio stations, don't worry. We're not going to call any names. Man. But anyway, we just say that because it makes us laugh. But uh, we all know people like that. Stay away from the fool in their lips. Don't be listening. Man, yeah. people will mess you up. And, uh, yeah. and I'm going to tell you, it doesn't matter. You know, I used to think, well, if you're older, you're going to be a little wiser. You know, if you're a lady, you're going to be a little sharper, you know, everybody's messed up, you know, mm -hmm. and, and be <laughs> careful out there. Everybody's yeah. messed up, man. I'm messed up. You know, I'm telling you, if it wasn't for my good looks, I don't know what I'd have going for me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, uh, anyway, as we move along, some of you say, yeah. You look like a knucklehead, but that's all right. I'm just trying to get out of my depression by believing God. He died for me. All right. He's a friend. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a servant, man. He's a friend. He lets me know what's going on. Look, look what it says in verse two here. When we were talking about that, remember, we're not a servant. God's a wonderful friend from a couple days ago. Also that the soul in, in verse number two there, and it says also that the soul be without knowledge it is not good, and he that hasteth with his feet sinneth. There's a lot going on there, man. Uh, yeah. it, with a when a person, you know, everybody has a soul, has no wisdom. Uh, that's never a good thing. And there's people out there like that, you know. And then there's people who just say, "Well, you know, I think I had a guy tell me one time, and and I'm not picking up. If you're listening, dude, I, I don't point out where you're from or anything like that. But I I think this is something we share." And, uh, and more than one guy, actually. I had a guy tell me one time, well, you know, God told me to do this thing that's contrary to God's word. No, God, you might have talked to somebody, but you didn't talk to God. And, uh, yeah. and this guy, you take right off and you hop into something. And only a fool jumps in a lake without looking at what's in that lake. You know what I'm saying? Boy, that'll Especially mess Especially Southland Christian Camp. There you go. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, just saying, when you're in croc country, you don't jump in the lake. Though I've never seen a croc down there. And, I uh, haven't, but I imagine it. You want to talk about it? That's, hey, one of us, <laughs> one of the two people on this program right now chased a snake at Southland Christian Camp. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I had to go back and almost move her. Everybody else True. was walking away from her. One guy was running and said, nope, I got bit by a copperhead last year. I am, I'm not getting bit by another one this year. And uh, he didn't get bit there. He got bit by a copperhead somewhere else. And then the other lady was like, oh, yeah, it looks pretty as she kept on walking. I had to turn around like, let's go. I'm taking pictures of it for a Caleb Keptile. Uh, but those people will hop in and take off. Don't be that person. Be the person yeah. that's prayerful, that has wisdom in your soul. Wisdom comes from God. Wisdom is the definition of God's word. That's just mm. the reality of it. That's yeah. where you find it. So, so don't be Solomon. You know, he's he's saying this isn't good to rush in. Only fool. There used to be a song, Stephanie. Only fools rush in. Remember that yep, song? Yep. You remember that song? Yeah. Should I not? wise men say well it's a secular song i, I knew it before i was yes. saved maybe i heard it on an elevator once only no, fools fall yep. fast rush in no only fools rush in but i anyway here we are <laughs> first number three so don't be a fool don't rush in uh because god's word says it better than that old elvis presley did and you know i'm thinking i'm thinking if we can offer anything that looks like wisdom, uh, it's really listening, weighing things Ooh. out, the litmus test of God's word, putting all that together. Last week when we were uh, meeting with uh, Pastor Crockett, when he did a week with us, he we were talking about putting everything into a sieve, a funnel, looking at things out of Philippians 4.8. Is it true? Is it just? Is it real? Mm. You can't You can't do that if you jump in. Yeah. You can't do that if you jump in. So verse number three, Stephanie, has a, a different feel to it. It says, the foolishness of a man uh, perverteth his way, and his heart fretteth against the Lord. Uh, so again, talking about a foolishness is uh, a fool is foolish, I think, because they're twisted, they're crooked, they're upside down, they're doing things against God's word. And it leads to more twisted up, more craziness. And... Uh, so, so when you're that way, you're not at peace with God. So when you're not at peace with God, the second part of that verse, in my mind, uh, the second part of that verse is true, where your heart fretteth against the Lord. And uh, so, so God's intention is for us to be at peace with him. That's why when we talked about depression, we said, you know, depression is when we're, you know, when emotions come in place. Uh, it's almost like when we're fronting against the Lord, we're almost like against the Lord when our heart, we're, we're not in the right place. And we try to blame God. Have you ever met anybody? Well, God just doesn't want me to do good. You know, God is, oh, stop it. Anyway, what do you think, Stephanie? Yeah. Well, I think it's very important to understand that when you're, our heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. And so if that's what we're trusting you know, via trusting the Lord is yeah. going to result in foolishness and it's going to result in us literally pickling our own path of life, um, perverting. The Bible uses the word perverting, but that's the same idea where we twist it and we mess it up and it becomes something so distorted that we never would have ever pictured before we chose to follow our own heart in the sense yeah. of, um, you know, that's a big thing today of just follow your heart, listen to your own heart. 
and I, I to a certain extent I understand what it's saying um but our own heart if, if we're not putting our heart under the control of the spirit of God our own heart's going to mess us up and so everything again going through that filter of is this following the Lord is this following his word is this following his principles if those things are all lining up then whatever God's leading your heart to do then you need to do it but if you're trusting in your own heart it says his heart fretteth against the Lord that there's this friction with God if our heart isn't under his control if it's not surrendered to him because our heart in and of itself is the Bible says desperately wicked mm. and so yeah, there's a lot packed in this little verse. And that whole word desperately, I mean, it's, that's terrible. Yeah. And, uh, it's, you know, I guess we could say, you know, if we're not careful, uh, pride shows up. If we're not yeah. careful, these things sneak in and we don't even realize that our hearts are fretting against the Lord. We don't even realize that we're going to that place we shouldn't go. We don't even realize that what we're doing is contrary to what God wants us to do. And, and, and boy, I, I gotta tell you, it's a, it'll take you to a place that it, things just get bad. Uh, and, uh, I, I don't know. I, all I will tell you is when you get wrong with God, when you're in the wrong place, uh, you're a fool and your heart is desperately wicked as Stephanie quoted that verse. Mm. And we always tend to heart and our emotions are going to take us the wrong way. They're always going to yeah. take us to the place we don't want to go. That's why God wants us to study his word. Wisdom comes from God. Wisdom comes from the word of God. Everything else comes uh, from the devil and from our own hearts. Yeah. So try today, try to put your emotions aside today. Try to put yourself in a place where uh, you can certainly, you, you know, think about things, give it that test that we talked about last week with Pastor Crockett. And uh, boy, it'll work. It'll help you. Well, we sure do love you folks. Hey, do us a favor. Uh, make sure you get a hold of us. Drop me an email at Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. We'd love to talk to you about the ministry. Bring you in as a prayer warrior. Bring you in as a partner. We want to let you know what's going on. We're trying to build up a, just thousands of people on their knees on behalf of this ministry. And and folks, I want to say this. This always, I think, weirds out Stephanie a little bit. But I want to say this. If you like us, give us a five-star rating. It'll help other people find this podcast. And we surely want to do that. If you don't like us, go find another podcast you like less. <laughs> And give them a bad rating, but hang with us and, uh, and we'll be glad to do that. So make sure you do that. And, uh, we've been covering, so this week is going to be a, uh, a couple more characteristics. You want to make sure you hang with us and, uh, we're going to be bringing worry in tomorrow. So we'll talk to you tomorrow. We hope you have a great day. May God bless you. Please listen to everything old brother Eric has to tell you and make sure that you know you're 100% sure that you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. We sure do love you, folks. Hope you have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, 
But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.